Now it's time for the Modern Drinkers Booze in the News segment. I like my beer cold, my meat grilled, and my entertainment explosive. All we need is a, is a chair and a, and a cooler beer. Here's your booze news. Okay, let's do a booze in the news right here. Uh, all the booze news you can use on iHeartRadio and wrapping it up here at Stanley Marketplace. Uh, just love being here. And uh, it, myself, Greg Hollenbeck, Jay Parker rejoining the show, and uh, Carrie Baird, Chef Carrie Baird from Bardo. It's so cool having you out here with us, Carrie. This has been so fun. Thank you for having me. Yeah, no doubt. And um, I just can't wait. Uh, December 7th. Um, is when it all begins. And December 7th, we've got uh, Top Chef coming up, and you're going to be right there in the mix, right? Yep, I'm right there in the mix. It, you know, we already filmed it. It's concluded. It was awesome. Cool. I can't wait to share it with everybody. All right, here's one of our favorite breweries in Chaluna. Chaluna Brewery right here, and our guy, Javi Perez. Welcome to the show, Javi. Throw your headset on. Hey, guys. How are you? Hi, Javi. Hi, Karen. Super happy to be here. Thank you for coming to do the show here at the yeah, Marketplace. You were Gumby there for just a minute, right? For just a minute. Yeah, Gumby is cool. Greg, uh, Jay Parker here, and I just want to jump in right away because I have an announcement to make that Javi is my man crush. And you have your own, you have your own man crush. I and, do. and it's uh, another brewery. And I have made Javi mine, and I just want to tell you why real quick. So we're texting back and forth last night about doing the show at the Stanley Marketplace. I want to make sure he's on time and all this stuff. And he said the simplest thing that I could not stop laughing about into today. This is what he texted me, Greg, last night. He says, uh, what are you wearing for the show? <laughs> and, it was, and that's it, why he shows up in Gumby. Yeah, and it was just the simplest thing, and I could not stop laughing about it. But that encapsulizes Javi's sense of humor just the, in, in the most yeah. bizarre thing. It's radio. What are you wearing? Yeah. And, and then to see him show up today, Javi, you're uh, never a disappointment, my man. Always on my toes with you. I apologize if I sound like an idiot. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's your, that's your one line. Did you come with two lines? <laughs> At least I don't look like an idiot. <laughs> I hope you came with two. Chaluna, man, you're doing great things over there. How's the brewery doing? It's, it's uh, good. It's a great spot to be in. The marketplace gives us a ton of foot traffic. It's like being in a downtown neighborhood with a lot of people out on the sidewalk all night, only we're indoors. Y yes, indoors. Which helps when it's cold, but we don't have cold anymore, so it's all good. What, what are you brewing down there right now? I, I, someone brought out a barrel-aged. Yeah, we just, we just filled, a couple days ago, we filled up six mezcal barrels. We talked about mezcal barrels the last yeah, time we were together. Absolutely. Yes, we just and, fixed and up. And so someone actually, the, the process to bring these barrels up... For where were they in Mexico? They were... In Chihuahua, right? They were out... No, they were further south. They were in Oaxaca, so further south. Mexico is kind of like an arm, and if you picture the elbow, uh -huh. that's Oaxaca, and you go out to the hand if your arm is bent. The hand is Cancun. Okay. And, uh, but the shoulder would be California. Mm -hmm. So Oaxaca is way down south, and they In the were, elbow? In the elbow, okay. uh huh. Just at the Pacific. If you go past the elbow, you're in, <laughs> in Guatemala. There you go. This is actually how I learned anatomy. Is it? I was going to say. Is it a coincidence that he moonlights as a, a medical professional to where everything comes down to a body part? It's like, well, let me do, let me put it in terms you can understand. You and see it's where your left your arm, not your right arm. Yeah, it's right by your right arm. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> right cap, arm. Uh, right below the humerus. <laughs> yes. I thought this was humerus. So the barrel. Yeah, we had them down there in a small community that's outside of the capital city, Oaxaca City. 
and it took a long time to figure out that they couldn't help us ship anything from there. They didn't have the paperwork, the federal permits. So we sent a guy with a truck to the place where they make the mezcal. He picked up the barrels, drove them as far as he could, sent them into another truck. That guy drove them as far as he could, all north, working their way north. And when they got to Guadalajara, they went out to a tequila factory, got offloaded from a pickup and put into a semi that was bringing tequila barrels up to the States and slowly made their way to Denver. Why? I mean, can't you find a barrel here in Denver? Yeah. Don't they make tequila are, in the States? Yeah, there are. Well, tequila and mezcal are different. Yeah, so you wanted that mezcal barrel. Yeah, we wanted that smoky quality mm-hmm. of the mezcal. So it took a while to get the mezcal barrels. And I have met some guys that do the barrels up here. Rocky Mountain Barrel Company yeah, is Noah fantastic over guys yeah. over there. Yeah. And they've got all kinds of barrels. They have tequila barrels. They've got mm-hmm. a lot of stuff. But these mezcal barrels were from friends of ours who make the mezcal. They use a horse. I think mm-hmm. we talked about they use a horse sure. to turn the crushing stone to crush all the fruit. Cool. And so it was just kind of fun to get them from there. So once you use it once, then can you use it again? We could probably get a couple uses because they were really fresh. The first batch would sit in it for less time okay. than the second batch uh-huh. to get the same amount of flavor. And then after that, we've got a friend, Nicholas, who works at a place here called The Brew Hut. It's like a homebrew supply store okay. attached to the Dry Dock South. And Nicholas, we give him all of our old barrels, and he turns them into uh, Adirondack-style chairs, which is really cool. That is very cool. Yeah. Um, Carrie, you had a Chaluna beer earlier mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. you said i think brian took you over there he asked, i heard out of the corner of my ear what do you like you said i like an ipa yeah right? i i won't remember the name of it but i drank it Ojo Rojo, imperial so ipa yeah 10 percent makes you giggle it, I, i've been giggly it worked <laughs> being a medical doctor what what got you into beer hobby uh, you know, it was way before being a doctor. It was in Berkeley about 27 years ago. There was a homebrew store next to the food co-op I was shopping in, and I bought all the basic homebrew stuff, took it back to my apartment. We made beer, and it was terrible. It was horrible, horrible, horrible. And my roommates decided that they would never waste that much time again. And I did too, only they never, ever made beer again, and I just never made bad beer again. Just kept working on making it better and better. And then we just wanted to have a place, uh, my wife Jennifer and I wanted to have a place where we could have some community and just develop some friendships and sink some roots in. And having just a medical clinic in the middle of the Stanley Marketplace didn't sound so cool. (laughs) (laughs) No, that is cool. (laughs) We do help out with free stuff if anybody needs free medical advice or... <laughs> Duct tape sutures. Yeah, you're take care l- of stuff, lying yeah. about that. So you have more money than you know what to do with. Is what you're saying? Uh, if you count all the money in my pockets, yeah, a couple quarters. It's the love of brewing, right? What, what yeah. You? Well, it's really nice. We've developed a nice community. We had Thanksgiving at the brewery last year, and this year we invite friends in, and we invite some of our patrons that have become our friends who don't have family in town or don't have the money to leave to go see their family, so they're going to spend the holidays alone, we invite them, and we have our Thanksgiving with our wife, my wife Jennifer, and our kids at the brewery, and we have people show up, and they bring something if they can. If they can't, they don't. And they show up, and we close the brewery, and we have friends 
Or it might be the free beer that attracts them. Right. <laughs> well, they you have, have a the, lot, the Gumby outfit. You have a lot more yeah. friends when you own a brewery. than, uh, And you can tell them what's wrong with their elbow. Those, yeah. guys, those guys seem to be pretty popular at the party. Uh, Jay here, Greg. Javi, I have a two-part question for you uh, as we get towards the end of the show. One, distribution. Uh, you mentioned it earlier during a break. And two, you have a party coming up. So uh, talk about distribution, you know, if people can find your stuff out there. And then about the party. Yeah, you Year one was all about figuring out how to open a business, a small business. It's our first venture into entrepreneurship. I'm an emergency physician. Jennifer's a school counselor. So year one was about figuring out how to open a business, how to fund it, get the equipment, make the beer, entertain people, and have a quality experience at the brewery. Year two, which is coming up next Friday, December 1st, that's our one-year anniversary. Year two is going to be figuring out how to grow production Mm -hmm. and how to do some distribution packaging, canning or bottling and kegging and getting it out to restaurants, bars and liquor stores. So we're going to start really uh, looking into that. There are a lot of people have bought it already for restaurants, but they come in and then the owners will say, sell me beer and we do. Well, real quick, tell, uh, tell everybody what's going to happen at the Friday. Party. Friday, December 1st is our one year anniversary. This time last year, we were the only business that was open at the marketplace. The city permits require that we put up construction fencing from the outside of the building to the brewery to close off the rest of the marketplace because it was under construction. So at 4.30, construction crews would put up fencing. At 5, we were permitted to open. We had food trucks in the parking lot, a working toilet, and the brewery, and that was it. And it was awesome, but it was uh, like 28 degrees last year. Okay, great. Literally. You didn't answer any part of my question well, at all. That last all right. Happy anniversary, first of all. Thank you. And thank you, Jay. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's great that there was uh, fencing yeah. and it was cold and you had a toilet, but uh, you said something about a party. Friday, December 1st is our one-year anniversary, and we have some mariachi schedule. We've got some food coming in. We have some new beer releases. I'm putting in a nitro system this week, so we'll go. have some... Uh, new beer on nitro and we're just gonna have a big party we're not charging anybody there's no admission ticket it's just free we come just down and party with hobby enjoy yeah thank you come in and enjoy yourselves with us i think we might need to we might need to uh one, he's a really cool guy and javi perez uh here with us on the modern eater show and uh, chaluna is the brewery here at stanley marketplace and they just everybody embraces the brew the brewery in their community which is really cool uh just quickly so javi there's a study that came out for uh brewery small brewery microbreweries of distribution they say that uh, 75 percent of all growth comes from your tap room so just get small handles through without concentrate on your tap room don't worry about getting this beer out anywhere else let's uh, make sure stanley marketplace has it there he goes. All right, Javi right here. <laughs> a man of many words That's and right. then a man of no words. Yeah, no, That's how told, he does it. If you can make a nickel on your can, that's called uh, profitable marketing. Yeah, but if you pour that beer. Oh, yeah, it's way better. Way, way better. Way better. I love it. Thank you, Javi. Uh, Jay, Carrie, you guys, it's been really fun here, right? So fun. Thank yeah. you for having me. Oh, I love you guys. Uh, did you know Carrie's about to, uh, do you ever watch Top Chef? I did hear that she was going to be out. That's why I jumped behind her to get a picture with her real quick while yeah. she was talking. That's right. Because about two months from now, she won't go anywhere near us. Oh, stop. <laughs> Take uh, some Chinese throwing stars on the show. Okay. When they're yeah. judging. It's already done. It's already, already, over. already over. Put your hood back on. All right. Gumby. So Gumby. How much time do we have here, Sebastian? Let me see the countdown on that clock so I can just look at it. Okay. We've got to really uh, thank our guy here and uh, Brian Palmer, Chief Storyteller teller here made it all pop to be here thank you brian 
on uh, Small Business Saturday. As we wrap things up here, uh, again, have to uh, thank Chef from Bardot, Chef Carrie Baird, uh, Jay Parker, Mike Wolf, Sebastian Wolf, and the whole cast and crew right here live from the Stanley Marketplace. We'll see you next week. And uh, we've got some good stuff coming up for you in December. So you want to stay tuned and check us out on Facebook and our Instagram. We'll be back next week. Same time, same place. The Modern Eater Show. 